Hello and welcome back to the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. We are here for our week 17 review and this week I'm joined by a very special guest, star of your TikTok screens, it is um, Andre. How are you mate? How you doing buddy? You alright? Thanks for having me on. Oh no problem at all, no problem. Thank you for coming on as well, always a pleasure. No, honestly, we've... um... You know, you've been so uh, uh, courteous to to change it because unfortunately I got the uh, dreaded COVID bug or f- virus or whatever it is, pandemic or whatever it is, um, uh, over Christmas. I was supposed to come on before, but um, yeah, unfortunately it hit me just before Christmas. So, uh, you know, so um, this is my debut now. Yeah, and he, he was meant to be on the podcast with George and Sam, but as he said, sadly, he couldn't make it. But you are here now. That's the most important thing. Um and you, of course, are a Giants fan. Um, so I want to find, find out from you, uh, Andre. First of all, what made you a Giants fan? And also, how does your typical NFL Sunday look in your house? Right. I mean, I, I became a Giants fan when um, we, my parents used to go over to see my, my family in, uh, on the other side of the pond. Uh, so my first ever time going into the States was New York. And it was just after the, the Giants won the first um uh you know super bowl so this is in the 80s and um it was it was uh it was it was the whole city was just like alive you know so i was just like really really like excited and i just it just stuck in my mind and and the giants have always been like a, a team especially obviously 07 and then 10 you know these uh especially with the with, you know with the catch and then eli was like one of my i always root for underdogs as well and especially when eli said oh, i think i'm elite and they're all taking a mick out of him and telling him that he's not like effectively how dare he even think he's elite and all those things and he came back and won it and obviously we went in against the undefeated patriots as well at that time so uh, you know my love grew and grew and grew but you know to be honest with you that it, it coincided with the um because uh, you and i are liverpool fans um with the uh the demise of our team under Roy Hodgson. So therefore, oh, like God. I couldn't watch Liverpool, you know, suffer that season as much. So literally, I used to just like turn off as soon as the game, as soon as we, we uh, goals conceded, uh, and then I used to just watch uh, NFL. So it's because of Kevin Cadle, God rest his soul, he got me into NFL, um, and then uh, we started this 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 thing together called um, you know the Sports Heads, and now obviously it's turned into alternative sport and. Now it's grown and grown and grown. Nice. And in terms of on your NFL Sunday, is it sort of, are you a red zone man? Do you watch why I was on Sky Sports? Do you specifically watch Giants games on Game Pass? Which seems to be the trend of all our fans so far we've had in the show. Is it the same for you? You're gonna, you, you're, you'll get me in trouble with Neil and and, uh, and Hannah. But I, I do watch I do watch a little bit of, of obviously the intro. But then as soon as it comes to game time, mm. I'm just completely on red zone. The, yeah. the whole time, I absolutely obsessed with it. It's, it's you know, if you are if you play fantasy football, it's mm. the the perfect. It, like, literally, it's, it's like you can't watch it without. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> So it's definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely something that 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 is on on Sundays. Uh, you know, fo- completely focused. Even though basketball's taking my attention as well a little bit lately, but um, you know, I'm definitely NFL Red Zone Sunday, definitely. And do you, do you do fantasy? How are your team? How did your teams do this year? Oh. God, it's terrible to do this. Oh, oh, you know what? I, I I started off really badly at the start, and then it just got to the bottom of the of the league effectively. Mm-hmm. And then um then I slowly got myself all the way up, and uh, I was just literally one game out from getting into the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, okay. so yeah. um I I'm proud of what I've managed to be able to get my team up to you know the the upper 
upper ends of, of our league. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't make the playoffs this, this season, but there's always next season. Yeah, I mean, I was very lucky. I won two of my three leagues. Um, no way. One of them was sort of a league where there's two newbies to the sport and they didn't really... One had starred Calvin Ridley in their starting lineup, so one didn't really take it that seriously. So um, oh. <laughs> that was a, oh a, a four-man league as well. But the other one I'm quite proud of because I got to the final last year and I lost it in about nine players or ten players in in the league. And then the final one is one I actually was in the National Vintage League, uh, Fantasy League, and I got to like the... Also the quarterfinals, I want to say, and then I lost um, in like a really tight game. Actually, I was quite proud. I saw like 120, 123 or something. The score was, or something like no that. Way. I can't be too annoyed. It's not like I lost by loads, but um, oh, don't worry. We're, 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 we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna recruit you to come into our league because uh, it's getting a bit easy for Sam to be able to get to the final. Well, there. I'm happy uh, taking one. I'm happy to um, try and try and steal this crown. I, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'll, I'll have a whole media. Uh, um, uh, uh, assortment of people uh, joining our league uh, to make it as hard as possible, even for me, to be able to get up there. But as long as Sam doesn't win, it's, it's fine with me. That's the main goal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned that you're a Giants fan, um, and obviously on Sunday, the Giants were subject to another d- disappointing defeat as they lost 29-3 to the Chicago Bears. Now, um, Obviously, you're the Giants fan in this room. You watch them a lot more than I do this season or any season. Oh. Um, so what are your views, first of all, on this game in particular, but then also how the season's gone in general for your Giants? I mean, it, the game is a pretty much a, a representation of the season, uh, really. I mean, to be honest with you, like at the start of the season, obviously, we've got, you know, uh, Gol- uh, Kenny Golladay in Shaquan Barkley was back. Uh, big talk. From from the you know head coach and then obviously Dave Gettleman as well and then obviously Mara um, the the owner was saying you know he wants us to be competitive and wants us to get to the playoffs and all that stuff so therefore you kind of buy into a bit of the the, the hype but um, yeah with Joe Judge he seems like a nice guy and he seems like a guy who actually cares about the team and but I think just like overall on looking at the, at the season and this game. It's just talk. It just like it just comes across like the rah rah talk, the 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 come on go get him talk is that kind of worn thin, and uh, I do believe that he actually cares, and that's why I think he's not getting getting so much stick from from the fans to him in particular, not like Ben McAdoo who used to like you know obviously <laughs> got it because he benched Eli and just like messed around with the team and all that stuff. I I think that that he's you know with the injuries that we've had yet again. Uh, the for some reason they, they don't invest in the, in the offensive line when everyone else does. We actually do need you know Daniel Jones is a really good backup. I think he could be, but that's all. I think you actually need an actual decent quarterback. You know, um, I mean, so if Russell Wilson is looking to to move, I don't know why he would move to us, but like if if he is available and he wants to move to New York, because obviously his wife is in showbiz and there's other factors probably in his life why he would move. I, I think now obviously we're in with a good shout. I think we were on the list, I believe, from, mm-hmm. from my memory, of yeah, one of the I teams think, that, that he was looking at. I think it was the Saints, the Raiders and the Giants, or, something, or the Bears or something like that, I think, were these teams yeah. he listed. Um, I mean, realistically, like us and the Saints are, are going to be far off because it's a bit of a mess. Uh, Raiders, Raiders look like they're, they're not too far off. I think they're the the decent outfit to be able to get to the the, the playoffs at least, and then see where they go from there. But I do think that we um we need to we need to all change. I I personally would if it was up to me as a, as the owner. I know it sound it sounds like it looks like it's not going to happen, 
But I think that you have we need it all change. I think they're they're looking at keeping um, Joe Judge because they just want to um, not change the the um, the head coach every two years. But I just think with this particular thing, I think we need a nice fresh new head coach from from college. I would say, um, you know, a new a new GM. You know, it's just a whole clean sweep, um, just like the Cardinals did. You know, obviously it improved them. You, obviously, you can see the outlook of, with the with the Packers. You know, even the Panthers. Like obviously, the person who was actually supposed to get in the job there, their coach was was willing and able, willing to 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 come to us, and we turned David Gettleman turned him down. So it's just like it's just a a whole um, terrible hot mess. Is the most polite way I can say it. Yeah, I think with God, you mentioned Golladay, when he was brought in, meant to be the guy that's going to help Jaron Jones elevate his game. He's not even scored a touchdown mm. this year. Um, and Tim, the Joe Judge, you mentioned if he does go, um, who would you look at as sort of the replacements? People like Kevin Moore mentioned. Um, Eric Benemy's always one every year that gets mentioned. Byron Letwich was one mentioned. Uh, Brian Dable is another one. Uh, who would you sort of look at as as the Giants head coach? The new head coach. I, I mean, I'm I'm being completely honest with you. I I think all Giants fans have just got to this change where we like get got to the state where we actually just just like any new face, mm-hmm. uh, any new fresh approach. So I don't think there's a, look. At the end of the day, all of these guys aren't proven in, in the NFL. You know, so if, you know if the if if the Steelers are stupid enough to be able to let go of their their head coach, and obviously we would love to take him, oh, but yeah. I just you know, but you know, obviously we'd have to join the queue. But um, I, I just I just think that at the end of the day is that we just need a fresh new approach. Like you know, you're a Dolphins fan, I believe, yeah. I believe that that you know you got Brian Flores, and it's like he comes with fresh new ideas. You know, he's got uh, uh, he's got a, a, the respect of the team, and uh, you know you could actually see that everyone's playing for him. And then you know, right, okay, you didn't make the playoffs, but at least you've got a bright outlook for the, for the next season. Like we're dead bottom, so it's just terrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm a massive fan of Flores. I mean, there's a few Dolphins fans I see on social media that want him to get, want him to go because the whole Tua thing. But I think personally, there's no one I'd want more, except for like these elite coaches like if Tomlin or Peyton or Belichick were available. Obviously, that's different. But I think for me, there's definitely there's no one I'd love more than Flores to be our head coach at the moment. I think that yes, we didn't meet the playoffs, but it's only three. It's, it's three years in, but we, you know, we got ten wins last year. We could have a winning season this year. So I don't think that. It's all lost. I think we're just unlucky to some extent that we are playing in a in a tough AFC, a competitive AFC, yeah. and I think that NFC wise we'd be in it every year with with the record we have. So, yeah, I, I have no problems with Flores, and I think maybe a new offensive coordinator. But yeah, I'm very happy with the coaching staff, or in terms of the head coach anyway. Maybe not the mm. OC, but um, but yeah, no, I think that the Giants definitely need to rebuild because it's just been the same thing for like six, seven years now, ever since that first year you had Odell when you, was it 11 wins or 12 wins you had when you made the playoffs? And then since yeah, then... Yeah, it's just been downhill since then. And and, that, and that's the thing is that like, it, it what you need as, as a fan, you know, I think we all agree. I just think that, that you just need hope for the next season. Mm-hmm. And I think that when it comes to a point where you just know you're going to lose, it just becomes wearing. Yeah, And I, I think like the owners... Being honest, they, you know, I, I think that they've got too much involvement. Like they don't do it as as blatantly as Jerry Jones and so forth, but they, I think that there's there's a 
yeah, there just seems to there seems to be like a too much involvement, too much like you know um, promotion from within, too much like sentiment with with Dave Gettleman. Like you know, he should have gone a couple of seasons ago. You know, he's just it just hasn't worked out. And and, and as, as I said, like you know, you guys have, in Miami have got got literally. Uh, I I went to see the game against the Panthers, and there's so much, so much optimism, you know, in, in Miami, and unfortunately not with us. So um, yeah. All a cold broom uh, needs to be cleaned out. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I was if I was owning the team, I would have come on the halfway through the, the the game and be like, "All right, come off, you, 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 off, come." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd love to see that. I would, I would love to see that happen one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that wouldn't be the only, that that you know anything goes now in MetLife after uh, after Antonio Brown. So. Uh... <laughs> Well, let, let, let's, let's get into that. I mean, looking at that game, obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New York Jets 28-24, which was a weird game because the Jets were 14 points up. They really, they went for the, uh, went for on fourth late on. They could have gone for field goal, which would have meant they would have gone to overtime. Um, but that wasn't the weirdest thing that happened in this game. I think it was in the third quarter where Antonio Brown just randomly just go, walks off the pitch um, and t- takes a, takes his top off takes and walks off and then, after the game's done, he, he's gone. And I think that this really vexed me because I get that the CT thing is a big thing. And I get that maybe there's something going on mentally-wise, with him, mental health-wise. But this guy mm-hmm. actually was, was, had the same problems two years ago. No, Patriots and Raiders, no one gave him a chance. The Buccaneers literally gave him, gave him the chance. Brady even had him staying in his house. They did all they can to help him. And obviously he does well the first year. No real trouble after he joined. He was pretty drama-free that first last season. And then he's just this year gone back to his old self with the vaccination card issue and then this. He's just thrown it back in their face. And Tom Brady, you know, with all the, in- with the injuries to Chris Godwin, um, all, all, all the injuries they have on secondary or had on secondary, and he's just thrown it back in their face. And he's just... He's just repaid them, all their faith they had in him with, with that. And... It's for me. It just stank, stank so much, and it really just set a bad tone in my head. And it just, it was just awful. I, I, I but again, we can't deny that maybe there was something going on with the CT. I don't know, but even so, you can't excuse what he did, and that was pretty terrible. What were your thoughts on the whole Antonio Brown situation? I mean, like to to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not surprised about. Yeah, you know, obviously, I'm surprised the way it happened, but. But I'm not surprised that it did happen, and also I'm not feeling sorry for the for the Buccaneers as well, because at the end of the day, or Brady, because in the, the day that they was helping him because there was something in it for for them, and they, you know, we we, we mentioned on on our show last week that he was, you know, uh, the Bucks, and we actually said this just lightheartedly, have just thrown their um, morals out the out the window to be able to get to keep uh, Antonio Brown on the team, and I think there's sometimes got to be said something said for having morals and values. Uh, and I think there's sometimes that some standards have got to stick. You know, Bruce Arians said, oh, this last chance for him last season. And then it was like completely undermined by by Tom Brady keeping him on last season so they can win the Super Bowl. And you've got to kind of think like, you know, to pretty much one of the things, the topics that we're, we're, we're definitely discussing on, on the show, on the hurry up this, this week is like, you know, is, is winning the Super Bowl worth the de- devastation that, that's actually happened to your team after? Because the thing is, is that Godwin is gone. Perfect solution, you know, would would have been Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown, you know, all, all being all said and done, like I know he's got a lot of clown stunts, but productivity on the field is, is second to none. 
you know, he is one of the, um, to me, one of the top 10 ever wide receivers to ever play the game. You know, um, you know, he's definitely, if you're looking at fantasy, like a few years back, he would be one of the first people you'd be looking at to put on your, on, on your team. Uh, because the productivity and hands wall skills are ridiculous. Like you know him him losing and getting open, it's like he's almost like second to none. So that if he would have been you know kind of focused on and whatever the, the the meltdown he had hadn't happened, then I would be looking at like pretty much like a repeat for the the Bucks. But now that's this situation has left them in uh in in a position where I don't say I don't think they're going to be repeating. Um, you know, getting the Super Bowl, getting into the Super Bowl tour, I think is 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 definitely uh, you know, if they do have to come to Green Bay, I think I don't think. Do you remember last season, uh, Godwin had a like a monster game mm. against them, uh, you know, uh, in in at, at Lambeau. That ain't gonna happen this time. Mm. You know, you've got you have you you've only you've only got one outlet. Who you know, you may have some surprise people, but like this is a pressure game, so. I don't feel sorry for them because at the end of the day, they, they, they made a deal with, with someone who's completely unstable just so they can actually get, you know, uh, 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 wins and, and possible Super Bowl. And, and, you know, rather than just saying, all right, okay, enough's enough with the COVID stuff, and especially because Bruce Aarons is a, is a two-time cancer survivor. Yeah, like, I think you know, it's a two-time, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, you know, there's got to be a message sent out. Like, no, that's it. Enough. You know they got what they they got what they deserved, and then they, you know they uh, in the most embarrassing way not only to obviously turn Antonio Brown to themselves as well, and they got a lucky win uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that could have been an upset. I mean, I think one thing we'll see now with with the Buccaneers is you have obviously Mike Evans is the main go to guy. You may see someone like Tyler Johnson be involved, but I think we'll see a lot more of their tight end. You'll see maybe a, a two tight end looks, maybe Gronkowski and Bray and something like yeah. that. Maybe I think we'll see a lot more. Certainly, Cameron Bray. I think Gronk will always be involved. But I think Cameron Bray's always been on the outside, but maybe now, look, looking on the outside of things. So I think maybe now the fact that they haven't got Offie Brown, they haven't got Godwin, that could then lead to you know, like Berchek did with um, uh, Hernandez and Gronk back with the Patriots back in the day. I think we'll see something like that with the with the Buccaneers, mm. and then with maybe just Evans and Johnson on outside on the outside. Um, but yeah, looking at the other games at six o'clock, the Kansas City Chiefs lost 31 34 to the Cincinnati Bengals, who, for the first time since 2015, were crowned AFC, AFC North champions uh, in a 34 31 win. Uh, in this game, it was an amazing performance from Jamar Chase, who sealed his, um, probably sealed his award as Offensive Rookie of the Year. He had more receiving yards than Holmes had passing yards, and he had, I think, two or three touchdowns as well. I mean, this for me was a, a brilliant game. I thought it was really exciting to watch. Both teams, mm. certainly in offense, uh, played really well. Uh, and I think, I think, you, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a re, we'll see is repeated in the AFC Championship game. I think the Bengals look the hottest team in the AFC right now. The Chiefs are always going to be there because they're the Chiefs. Um, I think the Bills could be there as well, but I think the Bengals could surprise a few and go really far. And I think Burrow's playing really well. You've got they've got two thousand yard receivers in. Um, the Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase. Mm. You've got um, Joe Mixon, a great running back. Trey Henderson's been an amazing addition on defense. He's been really good. Obviously, you've got Jesse Bates at safety as well. Um, so yeah, I ha- I was trying to think from you. How far do you see the Bengals going in the playoffs this year? I mean, I I mean not too far, but I think for what they've done already, 
like there's a massive solid foundation that they, they've built on like you know they've got a, a nice one-two punch with you know uh with and i would say a stout quarterback now that they that they have now so in, in boroughs like i think that that guy we was having a conversation a little while ago actually uh, would you choose uh herbert or or, or um yeah boroughs and I just, I, I mean, I, I, as you can see in my background, like I, I lean towards Herbert because, you know, he's a, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing who I'm moving my fandom towards. Like my favorite quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, I'm a big, big Aaron Rodgers fan, you know, love the, the, the Packers. I mean, if I didn't support the Giants, I definitely would be a Packers fan. Um, but I, 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 you know, now that we're looking obviously towards the end of, um, of, uh, you know, Rodgers career, now we're looking at Herbert, and Herbert's like, you know, to me, just ready, plug and play, elite straight away. But Burrows now, I like, I like the confidence he shows. I like the fact that when his his press conferences, how he holds himself. I like the fact that he's got a little chip, like a chip on his shoulder. You know, Jamal Chase is serious. Like, you know, I haven't seen they haven't had a decent uh, wide receiver since probably AJ Green um, back in the day. Yeah, maybe. I would even, I would even go further, further than that. Ocho Cinco. I, I think mm. that he was the the, uh, the more like a better version of uh, AJ Green. I think personally. Yeah, um, I agree. But, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's, it's um, yeah, good, good for them because remember they came over to London a little while ago. Yeah, I was speaking to some of their fans. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you remember they got they got a, like a whooping. Uh, yeah, that day, and then um, uh, the the fans was like saying, look, you know, we travelled all the way over here. You know, we're just happy to see our team, and they, at least I'm I'm actually happy for them. You know, yeah. I, I I generally am. I think that they won't get much farther than the the the, the, the first round. Personally, do, I don't think. I don't know. I understand they're playing the Colts. Who they got at the moment? I, I don't know. No. They'll play the sixty Colts, but I think you know, that's that's a tough game for them. But I think with the way I mean, they're George, playing, George, if George was talking, he would be like, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the end of there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't think they've got enough to be able to stop the Colts. I think the Colts defensively and and in their run game, uh, you know. I think uh, the Colts playing the Jags and then we're playing the Patriots, and maybe that might see the fifty Patriots and then maybe swap places. That would then maybe. see the Bengals play the Patriots, which would be again a tough game. But I can I back them to beat the Patriots, and then I can't think that would mean they'd probably play either the Chiefs or the Chiefs or maybe the. Bills in, in in the next round, depending on who wins their game. So I think, I mean, they they got to play the best teams in order to progress. So I just think that the way they're playing, yeah. I, I think that there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance because you got to, it's all good playing well in the first two months. But I think you got to be playing well come week seventeen, week sixteen, week eighteen, and they're playing the best football I've seen in the last two or three weeks. So yeah, I I feel that they can definitely cause a few surprises. I think the Colts is the worst matchup for them, apart from maybe the the Chiefs or something like that, but I think mean, I think the Patriots will beat them too. I, I, I think the Patriots are are defensively, you know, very good. Um, mm. I think they, they um, I, I, I think the Patriots are well old machine. Like you know, it's the system yeah. more than anything else. Look no. again, anything can happen in 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 in, in the playoffs. But I, I, you know, I, I definitely would put my money on on uh, first and foremost the the uh, the, the, the cult, if they do meet the Colts, which it looks like at the moment. That's it. That's the end of the line. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I'm speaking up for. Jo- I'm speaking up for George at the moment. George will, <laughs> George will be proud of me. We'll, we'll have George back on, hopefully in the playoffs, um, 
episode. So yeah, we'll look forward to seeing his views on how how far the Colts will go. Um, the Bills beat the Falcons 29-15. I think it's back to mm-hmm. games they haven't punted, according to Colin Coward on his podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles secured their place in the playoffs with a 2016 win over the Washington football team. And the um, New England Patriots thrashed the Jacksonville Jaguars 50 points to 10 in another worrying performance from Trevor Lawrence. Um, but the next game, on, next game I want to focus on is, unfortunately, the Tennessee Titans beat the Miami Dolphins 34-3 to, first of all, secure their place as number one seed at the moment with one game left and to eliminate the Dolphins from playoff contention, which seems weird because we were starting off today as a seventh-place team in the playoffs. Mm. Um yeah, this is, this is disappointing because, you know, when we went one and seven, I'd sort of accepted we weren't making the playoffs. I'd sort of, you know, I had hope before the season. The first win, they beat the Patriots. That was great on the road. And then to lose seven in a row, I was like, yeah, this is really bad. But I'm sort of, I was, I was, um, what's the word? I was at ease. I was sort of comfortable with the idea of not making the playoffs. And then this amazing mm. one happened. And we had all this hope and expectation. And with the Titans not having Henry, you know, AJ Brown just come back from injury. I thought maybe maybe there's a chance, but then he had that great performance against the 49ers, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, and obviously that game was, Tua was terrible. I mean, I've everyone in all my regular listeners of this podcast will know that I've not been the biggest Tua fan, but the last month really? he played, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think for me it was more the fact that I've still got this view now that I stick with him unless an elite quarterback comes to it. But I think for me, that game shows to me that he's not ready for the big stage at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Allen was the same thing in that Texans wildcard game a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And this will happen next year. So there's always that chance that maybe two will turn it around. But I, don't know, I, just, I just don't see, you know, even when Josh Allen had those bad moments, you saw something there. You saw his elite arm. You saw his scrambling ability. But I've just, apart from his accuracy, I'm not seeing a lot from two apart from these dink and dunk plays that occasionally work yeah. and occasionally a lot of times actually he had a lot of people who actually missed interceptions I mean there was one against the Titans that um, one of the Titans defensive players could have easily got an interception and he didn't grab on the ball same thing happened mm-hmm. against the Chiefs last season um, and yeah I think the last month really got me hopeful but the Titans proved that if you stop Waddle you stop this offence because that was our success the last month was him getting it to Waddle and Waddle just doing what he's doing best so, yeah, it's disappointing. Um, and it's, it's even more annoying, the fact that the team that stopped us getting the playoffs with the Chargers, who had Herbert, who was picked to pick afterwards. Oof. So, in the same day... Yeah, when... I mean, that's that's the bad thing. That That's yeah. the, that's the, that's the, the, the salt in the wound. It is. Because uh... that, that draft, you had Burrow, Herbert and Tua. Tua and Burrow, they were seeing as them two before the draft Oof. was the main two guys. Herbert was seen as a bit of a, a lottery sort of pick. And on the same day we get knocked out, it's the Chargers who knock us out with Herbert and Joe Burrow has won the AFC North of the Bengals. Uh, and yet we're still, you know, waiting to see if two of the guy or not. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've, I'll speak from a team that's actually got Daniel Jones as the uh, <laughs> as their quarterback. You know, I, I think you're spoilt with Riches there. I, 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 you know, I think that with um, Tua, just firsthand I saw him be quite surgical in both actually the, the London game and then also in, in Miami. You know, when they started their run. I think it was, uh, it was the second game they won against Panthers, I thought. Or, no, actually, it was the fourth fourth game that they won against the Panthers or something like that, I can't remember. But um, I just, I from what I saw of him, he did, didn't make any mistakes. I, I think they've just definitely got to give him more options, you know, because remember, you only got uh, Matt Collins, 
uh, who, who's the, you know wide out, and then you've got Waddle, who's only just started to actually you know step up. So you know you got to look at who's he got really got. I think if he had a bit more weapons, then then he. You know, I remember as well. He just came back from an injury. Uh, he came in injured. Remember if, if before, and yeah. then he had a big injury, and he just only just came back. So I think that run of games that you've you've had. Especially that win uh, in in uh, against the Saints, I think mm. it was. Yeah. Um, that I think that shows you, and that was a deep ball that he threw to Matt Hollins. Mm. I, I think that that he, you know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Tua. Um, you know, I I I really, I mean, if I had we had Tua, I'd be well happy. You know, uh, but but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I I think that he'll he'll progress next season. They need to actually give him. You know, a little bit more options to be able to throw out. Remember, you know, Frollo is a, a defensive coach first of all. Um, so yeah. the defense, your defense is very good. Oh, it's spectacular! Uh, you know, so you got you got a nice you got a nice nice reason to be optimistic, as we said at the start of the show hmm. for next season. Unlike someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, I think that everyone before the season we were saying how that week fourteen bye was a great thing for us. It was late on in the season. I think it's actually killed our momentum because I did an article on this actually yesterday for dolphinstalk.com. And before the bye, the weeks 10 to 13, he had five touchdowns, one interception, 905 yards, which works out as 226 yards per game, 1.3 touchdowns per game, 0.3 interceptions per game. And then since then, weeks 15 to 17, after the bye week, he's had 599 yards, three touchdowns, four picks. 199.7 yards per game, one touchdown per game, and 1.4 interceptions per game. So before the bye week, we were absolutely cooking. We beat the Panthers, the Ravens, the the Giants, and the Jets. And then uh, we get back and we struggled against the Jets. We just got a win. The Saints, we won, but we were against the fourth choice quarterback. And then this game, we were terrible. So, and also on the same article, I did mention that there's been um, four games where he's thrown two or more touchdowns and these were against let me find this now um, they were against the Giants the Jets the Falcons and the Jags who've got a combined record of something like 17 and 47 there's been three yeah. games where he's had no touchdowns at all and these were against yeah. the Bills the Patriots and the Titans so I think for me it shows me there that one thing he's lacking at the moment is probably his big game um, yeah. big game because you look at last year the game against the, um, the Bills week 17 last year where we lost horrendously. I think it was 52-6 or something like that. He had a bad game then. Obviously, the fumble in this game, you can't excuse the fumble he had against the Titans. And I think right now he's looked good against the smaller teams, you know, like the look good against the Panthers, the Jets, et cetera, et cetera. But then he needs to just work on that, on that um, fact that those, those games against the big teams, because that's what's going to come down for any elite quarterback. Look yeah. at Rodgers, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Brady. Uh, they all do well against the big teams in the, in the big games. And I think that's one thing he maybe is lacking at the moment. So I'm hoping yeah. next year, unless if, you know, if we if we can get Rodgers or Watson or Wilson, I'm all for it because they're elite quarterbacks and they're guaranteed success. Whereas otherwise, I don't think we should go in for a quarterback in the draft because they all seem not very good. Um, and then in terms of free agency, I mean, most oh, I won't take, look at the most quarterbacks in the league. I take him over Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's retiring, Ben Roethlisberger, I look at the backups, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, all of them. So I think there's, it's only really the elite quarterbacks I'd have over to it. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen, all these players I mentioned just then, I'd have all of them. Mm. Obviously, for obvious reasons, I'd have them over to it. But I think, I think personally, we should stick with him unless, as I said before, unless someone comes available 
that we can get. Like Deshaun Watson, if his legal troubles are ending, he's perfect because he's the youngest out of all three of them. Obviously, Rogers will be a quick fix, like two or three years, but I don't think he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna come to my to anyone. Yeah. I think he's gonna either stay at Packers or retire personally. Um so yeah. I think he just likes the attention, that's why it brings up all the time. Yeah, probably. love Rogers, but Lord my Lord of mercy, that man loves attention. You know, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> for good reason, he is for me. I think I've always said Brady's the most the best quarterback of all time, but I think Rogers is the most talented quarterback of all time. I mean, looking at the games this season, I think he was against where he had so many players not fit and then he, he tore the team apart and they won the game. I can't think who that's against this year where um, I think it might be in the Cardinals where they had Devontae Adams out. They had so many starters av- uh, unavailable but they ended up still winning the game. So I think while some players like Tua need the weapons to do well, Rogers certainly proved that he can just, you know, he can do well with without his top players like with Alan uh, Lazard and MVS when he's playing and people like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and I want to mention... But you, yeah, go on. Go on sorry. sorry. I just, just wanted to praise the Titans while we're here because Mike Vrabel doesn't oh get God. enough credit yeah. since the elite coach. They are something else. They, they are an old school mm. football team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're currently number one seed. They've not had Henry for two months. AJ Brown's been not fit for a few weeks. He's back now. They've had the most players on IR this year with like 30 or 40 players. They've had 80 players used all year. The job Mike Vrabel's done doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion. Everyone mentions the elite coaches like... Yeah. Um, Belichick, McDermott, uh, even Matt Lafleur, he's quite underrated, but he gets he gets a lot of um, so attention. But Mike Vrabel, no one seems to mention him. No one mentions Mike Vrabel, and I don't know why because he's got him to the AFC Championship game. He got him to the playoffs last season, winning the yeah. division. He's won the division again. Their number one seed as it stands. They're doing all this without you know they had without the best running back in the league in my opinion when healthy. So yep. credit to Mike Vrabel, he deserves a lot of a lot of. And, and he, he turned over, he turned around to, uh, Tannehill. Like I remember mm. when he was at the Dolphins, like he, he almost chased him out of the, the stadium because he was yeah. the interception king. And um, like you know, for, for to, to making him what he is now, I mean, not, you know, I know he doesn't get in credit because I just think he just passes it to, to Derrick Henry. But um, yeah, I I I, do, I really really rate the the way that they play. At the end of the day, you know what they're going to do, but it's just no one's actually managed to stop them. Um, you know, I would they win the whole thing or get to the the, the Super Bowl? I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Um, I, you know, I think there is there are ways that that has been sh- uh, shown to that they could, you could actually stop them. But you know, credit to credit to them where they've got to so far. You know, because they're not like in a, in a big market, most attractive uh, you know city for, for for people to be able to want to run to like for free agency and so forth. So you know, he's done he's done really well. Yeah, and I think for me. Tyson's transformation in the last four years, same thing with the Bengals. I think this proves why the NFL is such a great sport in terms of your team could be terrible. Look at the Bengals. They were well, they won one or two games or three games that year before they got Burrow. Mm. They get Burrow in the draft and, you know, look at them now. And I think anyone, you know, anyone who's wanted to choose a new team and they're thinking, do I choose this team? They're a bit terrible. Just know that in a few years, your team will hopefully turn it around. Look at the Browns. Browns were a joke for many That's years true. in the league. And now a seven and nine season seen as a really bad year. Um, so, well, let's hope that that's the same with us. Like you're giving yeah. me a bit of hope there, because 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 uh, we are terrible. So yeah. I'm hoping in the next couple of years that I see some shoots of the. I I think just just really quickly, just obviously we touched on the Patriots a little bit earlier. That's the frustrating thing mm. for from any team, especially you know when you're the Giants. That's the frustrating thing that you can have a team that literally is like lost their star quarterback, lost a lot of their players, being able to be able to reboot and still be competitive 
Like this, yeah. so it makes it unacceptable. Like obviously the Browns and the and and the uh, um, and the Bengals have been a long time coming. It's not like a, you know they they they've already put the pieces in 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 place, and then obviously when they got a chance to be able to get a, a quarterback, luckily they had a good batch, and then they went on from there. And then obviously with the wide receivers, but you know, obviously if you've got good a great GM who actually can make great decisions of how to be able to put these, these teams back together. You might lose a player. Oh, okay, we're going to replace him with that. You know, here's a prospect that we can actually get deeper into the rounds. All of these things, those are the things that actually make it, you know, easier when you have a bad season because you're just like, all right, cool, we'll build into something else. But like, please, please, Giants, can you follow the Patriots? I can't believe I'm saying this. Formula, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think Dave Gellerman's made certainly bad choices over the years. The Daniel Jones pick, I mean, taking him six overall, I mean, there was, I think Josh Allen was available at the time. And even, I remember I had Cameron Hogwood on a few weeks ago from Sky Sports and um, mm-hmm. talking about the Saquon Barkley decision at, at number two. Um, I mean, that first year, you probably thought that was a great pick, but looking looking now and all his injury problems, when there was Quentin Nelson in that first 10 picks, there was Josh Allen. I mean, a lot of picks miss, a lot of people missed on Josh Allen, but um, you know, you, you could be. You could, I think. Did you have two picks in the first hand? I could be wrong on this. But yeah. No, no, we had. What am I thinking of a different n- year? No, I think that's a different year, and we traded one. That was last year. We oh, well, yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. If you had Quentin Nelson or or Josh Allen in your team, I mean, Quentin Nelson's the best lineman in in the league right now, in my opinion. Um, and then Josh Allen's probably the top three or four quarterbacks in the league, and definitely in the top five. So, <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean. We we stopped, we didn't get we missed out on getting Drew Brees. We went for um, Dante Culpepper instead. So we we've got equal pay. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel better now. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's ironic that we um, that year we missed that we didn't take Drew Brees because of his injury record. Went for Dante Culpepper in free agency instead. And then in the draft, was it last year? We went for two despite the injury problems, and we missed out on Justin Herbert. So it's just. It's the wrong way around both times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you are where you are now, and we are where we are now. Yeah, so it's true, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you're listening, Chris Greer, please pay Gazicki. I'm just telling you, please pay Gazicki. <laughs> and and Ogbo, for that matter. <laughs> um, now, heading on to the nine o'clock games, the Carolina Panthers lost again to the New Orleans Saints, who got back to winning ways with a 18 to 10 win in New Orleans. The Cardinals. Um, beat the Cowboys despite a late comeback from Dallas with a 25-22 win. The Houston Texans lost again um, after surprising the Chargers last week. They lost to the 49ers 23-7, who keep their playoff hopes alive. And the Chargers, I said before, they stopped the Dolphins getting into the playoffs. Um, They beat the Broncos 34-13 as they head into a final game with the Las Vegas Raiders in a uh, Week 18 Super Clash, which will decide who will get to the playoffs out of the two as the Raiders beat the Colts 23-20 as the Colts aren't quite in the playoffs yet. I mean, first no. of all, that's an amazing game to look forward to next weekend. The Raiders against the Chargers, both AFC West teams, both on oh, record. That's going to be something like football. I mean, I may stay up for this game. I might actually, I've got Union the next day, but I might generally stay up rather than watch it on Game Pass the next day because that is... Yeah. That's a real. It's like a playoff game. It's like a playoff game. It's like um, that's that's. This is the one. This it's is the, the one. But this is this is a, this is the reason why. Like you know, when they extended the season, like you know, a lot of the some, some well, the players weren't happy. First of all, mm. but um, but we was like, oh, more football possible. This is this exactly, is a, yeah. this is a great advert for for these uh these Sunday games. Uh, for the play- it feels like it's a playoff game. It, well, it is a playoff game because whoever wins is in. Um, and uh, you know. 
this is the type of thing that that we look forward to as as NFL fans, especially if Liverpool fans is a distraction from our faltering uh, title to title. Please don't mention uh, that on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Just to depress, take the whole thing down. No, um, I right, I don't know, I don't know who you're gonna go for, Andy, but uh, you know, with the form that he's in, and I might might be a bit of a, a, a Herbert Homer here, but I, I I do love Derek Carr and I love what the Raiders are doing. I, th- I think that the uh, Chargers are going to go forward. You know, I actually think, I think the Raiders, I'm going to be also just to have a um, sort of a, diff- a, di- a sort of a clear winner out of the two. But I, I just think the, they beat the Colts last week. They beat, so, I can't think who they beat last week now, but they beat someone good last week, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, I think the Chargers, I think that Texan games worries me. That Texan defeat last week worries me slightly uh, because you know, team should be the Texans aren't a good team. No one should be losing to those are twenty odd points as well. They lost to. Um let's see the Raiders beat last week. They beat oh the Broncos maybe not. But um yeah I I think the Raiders could do it. I think they're in they're in good form. You know, Derek Carr's yeah. playing well. He's doing well without obviously without rugs and all the chaos has happened this year with John Gruden oh as well. And there's a was it Cleveland Pharrell or the, the other no, who's the other guy that yeah. guy with the big uh, with uh, the I gun. I forgot I've got his name now. Oh. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely. Yeah. They've. They, yeah. It's, it's, I'm happy for them as an organization because obviously everything that they stand for. You know, uh, historically, you know, they they they're such a, a forward progressive, you know, franchise. You know, um, historically, and then also the fact that you know they've got this new stadium that I'm desperate to be able to go to. Like, oh. just everything seems like it's 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 on an upward trajectory. There, I love Derek Carr, his leadership skills, especially over the the Gruden. You know, and also the rugs, uh, you know, situations that how he managed to, to, to mm. you know, kind of keep things positive and keep things moving in a positive light. But they're up against that man, mm. you know, uh, yeah, Justin is. Herbert, and he is. I have never, I, I haven't seen something like him in a little while. Like yeah. he is elite already. I'm saying this now, and I know some people are going to jump the gun. And say, how can you call him that already? He is elite. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen you pick up you pick any fault. Yeah, I haven't seen I, I, any. I, I'm struggling to think of it. To be honest, I mean, he, he can run, he can, can throw. He's he seems strong in the pocket. He, everything he's got, his pocket awareness is, is excellent. And I think there's nothing really. I mean, it annoys me slightly because I was actually meant to go to the Chargers Giants game a few weeks ago. Um, I had a friend who's actually on the podcast oh, next man. week, um, and he's obviously a big Chargers season ticket holder. And because of the variant, I decided to not bother booking my flight tickets. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. And I missed out on probably the throw of the year to see live. That's, I mean, I, I, I went to, I've been to games in London where, you know, the Seahawks beat the Raiders 27-3 or something like that. Mm. And then I've seen games where the Bengals got absolutely destroyed. I've seen a lot of one-sided games and I've seen games live in the NFL. Um, I mean, I've seen one game in America live. That was a Patriots Chiefs. That was amazing. But um, that would have been amazing. To see that throw live would have been exceptional. That would have been such a big highlight. But, um, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. But I did. Nah, I, you, you, you'll get there. Yeah, I mean, I did actually. I can't moan too much. I did instead watch Liverpool beat Newcastle at Anfield and saw that won the goal from Trent. So maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the, the that's it. Kind of makes up for it somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> probably the best goal I've seen live. I've seen Bale score the one goal against Iceland, but for me. Um, I don't think I've seen a better goal live than that Trent goal. And it would have been the exact same thing if I'd seen Herbert throw that touchdown against the Giants. That would have been 
probably for my whole life the best one I've seen live at a stadium. But you know, can, can I just can I just ask you a question? Actually, go on. I'm all for it. Right, you're you're drafting now. Right, so so you're moving to Oron. Who are you choosing, Herbert or Burrows, oh. or Murray, or Murray? Who are you drafting now? Um. I say for our bad offensive line, maybe Murray because he can probably escape from the pocket a lot more than. Um, but if we, I think we should firstly upgrade our O line in the off season. Um, putting that all aside, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, oh God, you put me on spot here. You know what? Oh, that is tough. That is tough because <laughs> I think both are excellent players. I think both are extremely good players. Um, I think. Just edging it is Joe Burrow, just. And that is really high as the margins. Pure. I think, I don't know, I've seen Burrow less make, less make less mistakes than Herbert. Herbert's not made many, but there's been a few games where he's made the old bad pick, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think mm. I've seen too much of Burrow where he's done that. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I literally, I would be happy with either. I mean, I'll be happy to rewind the clock and, and get an ab <laughs> bathroom and say to Chris Greer, right, look, <coughs> I'm from the future. Don't pick to her. He's all right, but Herbert and Burrow are special. Um, oh my god! <laughs> that's the same because when you know when they picked the best picture Bisky, people were moaning about that. But no one seemed to moan that we took two over Herbert. People moaned, "Oh yeah, you should have taken Watson or Mahomes over." But no one moaned about um, us taking two. Over. I, I was very happy with it. No one thought, "Oh, Dolphins should have picked Herbert over two, except maybe oh, no. Sims." But um, obviously, it's funny how things work out. But um, but yeah, that. They're, they're both exceptional players, and I would be very excited with either player, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, other games went on in, in the day. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Detroit Lions 51-29. The Baltimore Ravens narrowly lost once again, this time to the Los Angeles Rams, as they were defeated 2019 in Baltimore. Um, Aaron Rodgers continued his MVP um Chances with a 37-10 win over the Cousins-less Minnesota Vikings. And then finally, in what seems to be Ben Roethlisberger's last home game as a Pittsburgh Steeler, they beat the Cleveland Browns 26-14. Um, this game was an emotional game for all um, Steelers fans. I'm sure Stuart Love had a very emotional time last night at the game. Um, but in terms of his legacy on the NFL, obviously two-time Super Bowl winner, uh, also got to another one, lost to the Packers was Rodgers. Um, do you th- is he a certified Hall of Famer? Is there any chance he won't be a Hall of Famer, or do you think it's no, no, no? no. I, I think it's nailed on. Yeah, I think he, I think it's nailed on. I think I think he's he's putting the work and he's putting the numbers. I know he's had some, uh, you know, they do they do actually you know kind of take in, into consideration some of your off field stuff that happens mm-hmm. at character because that's why Toro Orians didn't get in for such a long time and definitely, I, I, I you know, I, I think. Uh, uh, Antonio Brown's going to need a legal defence to, to to be able to get in uh, in, in there, despite yeah. the fact that he's so immensely talented. But um, yeah, I, I think that um, with, with Ben Roethlisberger, he's he's put in the work. And obviously, he's won the Super Bowl. You know, he's got the wings. He's been a uh, a leader, or you know, and 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 put in the work. And and you know, on his day, my God, like he's surgical. But yeah, it's it's. It, I think he stayed one season too long. It would have been better for him to leave last season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely. He, I mean, if it was up to me, if I was voting, I'd definitely say yeah, he should definitely yeah. be in. I say the same. I think the only thing that maybe he wants him staying was the fact that last year, like Drew Brees, for example, he would have left the stadium without any, without any fans or not enough fans. Whereas this year, he's had that send off that Drew Brees probably didn't yeah. get, where he's you know he's saying goodbye to the fans. There's a full crowd there. 
Uh, I think that's probably the perfect send-off. And also, they can still get to the playoffs. There's still a chance of making the playoffs. So, um, albeit yeah, it'll take a lot for them to make it in. It'll take a lot to make them in. But, um, yeah, I think... You're kind of hoping they don't because they get ba- they will get battered in whatever game oh, they... Uh, I mean, you know. yeah, I, I can't see. I mean, Ben looked all right last night. He made some good throws. But I think he's nowhere near you know, the player he was. And I can't see that Steelers team... I think TJ Watt would be the only reason why they'd maybe potentially yeah. do it. But apart from that, I can't see it. And I still think there's any team in the AFC I can see him beating, really. Um, except maybe Mac Jones, if he has one of those games we had a few weeks ago where he looked lost. But apart from that, I just can't, I can't see anything them doing well there. Um, right, so that is mostly the end of the podcast. But before we go, I want to get from you, Andre. First of all, your MVP pick. And then also, what, what is your matchup for Super Bowl 56? Oh, you put me on the spot now. You got me back there. Um, all right, I I think uh, MVP. You can't really go with any anyone but um, Aaron Rodgers. But um, you know Parsons. I think I think you could you could be looking at him. I think he's the, the difference he's made in this first season. His rookie he's season. Exceptional. You know he's exceptional there. Uh, Diggs no, could, as well sorry, from the Cowboys. He could generally win a defensive player of the year, defensive, defensive rookie of the year, and could win. You know. I think he could win both as awards in this first year. I think that's an exceptional achievement. He could genuinely win. Amazing. I think what will win Defensive Player of the Year, but I think he's got a chance of being, I think he's nailed on for Defensive Rookie of the Year. But I think there's a definite chance he could, you know, be a contender for the Defensive Player of the Year. He's been that good. And I think that he is someone that, in the, I think, in the next five, ten years, is going to be seen in that same category, that just as seen as like the top two or three defensive players in the league. Like, you know, Aaron Donald is now, TJ Watt, um, people like that. And I think, in the future, he's going to be seen as that elite sort of yeah. elite player. Yeah, I, I think as well. Like you got to look at Taylor from Colts. Uh, you know, he he's he's definitely deserves deserves to be shouted out as well. But I mean, if I was gonna vote, mm. I would I would give it to Cooper Cup. I think mm. Cooper Cup is okay. is has been elite the whole time. I know we use that lots in this podcast, but like he's been he has been like the shining example. He's been the person who has kept the Rams going no matter what. Think about them without him. Like, you know, he's made Stafford, you know, got Stafford out of a few pickles. I know the the, the, the pressure's on uh, on Stafford, and I think that, you know, I haven't seen any any anything thrown his way that he hasn't caught. He's got double coverage a lot of the time now. Like, he's getting the respect that maybe he wasn't getting before. Uh, but you still can't stop him. So, I, to me, I think Rodgers has done enough to to uh tick the traditionalist uh boxes of always giving it to a quarterback but if we're just like actually you know hopefully we can evolve and start giving it to different players from different positions uh, and i think cooper cup to me it's hard to put an argument against him you know yeah i mean he is exceptional in terms of the yards after catch i mean he's so he's so strong for such a small man and he the amount of times he'll get a ball and make extend the extend the yards by about 30 40 yards he's just an exceptional player and he won me both my fancy leagues this year he was a definite mainstay in my fancy league he was the absolute goat in my opinion when it came to that this year i mean my vote is going to jonathan taylor personally i think he is um, yeah. i think he is without him the cult nothing on offense i think that yeah same thing as cut really i think that without him the rams probably be nothing i mean i know odell's done well recently and if he was fit, mm. it would be the same thing. But yeah, I, I'd go for Jonathan Taylor personally, uh, just over Aaron Rodgers, I'd say. I, I think as well, like if we're talking about you in, in the Super Bowl, I was actually just 
it's really like, like the NFC is like a, a battle royal. Like my God, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, um, so I, I'm not 100% sure who's going to... I mean, I, I would say at, at the moment, it, it's looking like the Packers, obviously, with, with home, field, home field advantage. And, you know, I think they'll get there. I I think, that, as I said at the start, like Bucks, I think they're going to be missing something because obviously they haven't got someone as, you know, effectively in a slot or, or the other side where Godwin would, would, would be able to torment uh, and pull distractions away from, from um, you know... Um, my brain's, dead, my brain's my brain's gone now. Who who uh, the the other wide receiver? I forget his name now. Um, who's trying to talk? Uh, um, who's trying to talk Antonio Brown out of ruining their season? Uh, just before I forget his name now. Oh, Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, because yeah. on Mike Evans now you're gonna get he's gonna get double coverage. You know. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, I I just think that it's gonna be too much for, for unless they've got a rising star. Who yeah. can handle that type of, you know, you like uh, Scotty Miller, like yeah, yeah. that throw came out of the blue, yeah. And I remember that, like I, you know, I remember the pressure was on Brady. I mean, I think it was the fourth down as well, and he, yeah, he, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. the second quarter. And that and that that throw, like, so unless you're gonna have someone just step up, mm-hmm. I can't really see uh, anyone but the, the 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 Packers going through on the NFC, AFC side. It's it's going to be the the Chiefs. I I think I think they've got a a, a lot of offensive. I I think it's going to be obviously be between them and uh, the the Patriots. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm just double checking just before. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it's going to be between them and Patriots. I, and the, the the actual Super Bowl I'd like to see would be uh, um, the Patriots versus the Bucks. Uh, that would be amazing. I, I would absolutely love that. You know the uh, apprentice and the teacher uh, going at it, um, but I think it will be yeah Chiefs and Packers, and I think the Packers will take to, uh, will win the whole thing. Yeah, I think personally, I think you can't bet against Tom Brady, and I think I'll be saying this every podcast now. People are probably tired of listening to this. I still think Chiefs Bucks. It's going to be the game. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs. I think that um, yeah, and Mahomes is throwing except a lovely throw. That throw he made, I think it was to. Um, I can't think. I think it was to Demarcus Robinson on the weekend. That was one of my favorite mm. throws of the whole year. It was just so smooth to watch, and I think that they're hitting form. Even though they lost, they're hitting form at the right time, and then they'll find a way in the playoffs. I think the Bills will be the team closest to them, and the, I think they're they're finding yeah. form as well. And I think that uh, in the NFC wise, I just think you know, even though they'll have they'll have Mike Evans double coverage, I think um, Gronk will just turn up, and uh, even the same as like, maybe maybe someone like Cameron Bray as well. He'll find a way. And Tom Brady seems to mm. get players who. You know, do 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 nothing to then suddenly out of nowhere perform. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I Lucky think man. Until 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 <laughs> someone until, until someone knocks him down or he retires, I just can't say anyone but Tom Brady. But I'd love to see purely if they never won it. I'd love to see a Bengals Cardinals Super Bowl. That'd be really exciting. <clears throat> oh, that'd be nice. That'd be good. Well, actually, uh, I wouldn't want the Cardinals in there. It's too close to my liking with with uh, with, uh, with Sam's team uh, getting point, to, actually, to the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, so I, I would not like that. But yeah. yeah, apart from that, I you know, yeah, but you in, in NFC you got the Cowboys looking, you know, very Cowboys, good. Yeah. You know, set up until uh, until last week. You know, you've got the Rams, obviously, you can't count them out. But the only reason I do when I start seeing infighting in, in teams, that always makes me think mm, you guys yeah. are, are feeling the pressure a bit. Uh Packers seem like a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Um and um obviously the 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 Bucks as well. So I I I, I think that it'll be a nice revenge for, for Rogers again, yeah. Homer. Um, pick 
but it'll be a nice revenge for Rogers to be able to get to the Super Bowl and then and then win it. Um, yeah, I think that'll be nice, especially after this season of turmoil again. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I think he might. That might be his. Um, what's the term? It might be his final day in the sun. Maybe I'll be. I'll be a Oh yeah, man. Yeah, you retire after that, man. You, yeah, done with I, the, you proved your point. Yeah. <laughs> then. I mean, I, I just think he's just. He just seems. Far too he's obviously he's getting on a bit now in age, but he's still just so good. And I just think that yeah. it would be a shame for him to leave. I think he should if he's gonna leave Packers, I think he should leave go somewhere else. I think it'd be a shame for him just to retire. I would love to see him, you know, hopefully in the mammy in the managers, if I don't think they're happening. I, I'd love to see him just carry on playing with or without the Packers, because I think he's too good to retire the way he's playing at the moment. Two potentially two back to back MVPs. It, it'd be an awful shame to see him retire when it's probably I love that man too much for him to go to the Giants, that's for damn sure. Because he will get ruined like, with our <laughs> offensive line. He'll be running for his life. <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll kick off like he does normally. Maybe he'll get him to actually invest in the O-line. But, um, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> but that has been our Week 17 review on the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. So thank you, Andre, for being part of it this week. We hope to have you on once again. Um, I have Thanks, been your host, Andy. Um, but before we go, um, I'll give you a chance to just to plug your social media and your TikTok before we go, Andre. Yeah, I um I'm I'm new to the TikTok thing, but I, I seem to be getting uh, the hang of it now. Uh, so it's uh, Andre Dixon ten uh, on TikTok and Dre three six five on Instagram, uh, and then obviously check us out on at Alternative Sport. Um, we, we've covered various different sports uh, across the the, uh, the sporting stratosphere um, uh, with myself and and uh, my uh, partner in crime, Matt. Um, you know, we, we cover everything from obviously NFL to, you know, UFC, WWE, everything. So all sports there. Um, you know, I, I get complaints in my house because there's, there's so much sports that we actually, we, we, we cover. It's just like, what don't I watch? And cricket is the only answer. <laughs> that's the right answer as well. That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Andre. Do check out his, his work on, on all the social spheres. Um, but that has been the podcast. So thank you for listening. I have been Andy. This has been Andre, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. There we are. Cheers. I'll take a.